0: And welcome to Public Affairs, WRBH 88.3 FM, New Orleans. I'm Babs Wood, your host for today. And I'll set the scene for you. I am in my most nautical, my nauticaliest ensemble, if you will, in honor of our guest. We've got Jacob Raymond here. He's the executive director of the New Orleans Community Sailing Center. Um, And I just, if you have never been sailing... After hearing this show today, you might very well find yourself with the opportunity to sail. I grew up sailing as a sailing child. Um, it was it was something that created a sense of independence and a sense of accomplishment and a sense of adventure. It's carried me through life. Uh, but the only reason I was able to sail is because my parents traveled in circles with yacht club members. It was only something that was available to the privileged, and uh, it, it just never seemed really fair. Uh, there's a huge barrier to entry in sailing. You have either have to own a boat, or you have to know someone who owns a boat. And if you're not in one of those two categories, well, chances are you're not going sailing. Um, so there are some folks who got together and made my dream a reality. So here we are. We're going to talk to the di- guy who has been... Uh, entrusted with these by these folks to to carry their vision forward and to make this sailing center run like the well oiled nautical machine that it is so without further ado jacob raymond thank you so much for joining us today
1: thank you so much for having me babs i'm really honored to be here
0: cool okay so let's start at the beginning i remember Maybe seven or eight years ago, or I I gave twenty bucks to a found, like a fundraiser on Facebook once or twice, and now there's a, an actual sailing center. Take me from how who, the idea to now what what happened?
1: Absolutely. So, Community Sailing New Orleans is the brainchild of John Mannard, our president of the board, um, and he was helping rebuild the West End um, after Katrina. Um, and he's looking around, and he's an active boater. His daughter's an active boater. His wife's an active sailor as well. And he's looking around, and he realizes, hey, this is you know a public marina. This is a public park. This is a public area, and it's just not fair that only the select few actually get to access it. So John reached out to a lot of different community sailing centers across the nation. There's actually about 435 of these organizations across the U.S. right now. Um, and he started doing his research. He started... Um, collecting board members who were very active in the community. We have a, an amazing all-star cast of board of directors. If you get a chance to look through the um role of them. Um, They're just amazing people that are doing amazing things in our community. Um, So the board of directors got together. Um, They were able to acquire a small part of the municipal harbor yacht. Um, We sit on about um, 12,000-square-acre bulkhead that they filled in about two years ago. Um, They started acquiring the fleet of boats. We're up to 50... Wait,
0: wait. I'm just going to interrupt you because there's a lot of amazing information and you're going so quickly. So hold on. so it's a 12,000-square-foot bulkhead. What's a bulkhead?
1: Uh, it's just a filled-in piece of land. Um, so on that bulkhead sits our fleet of dinghies. Um, we have an office there um, as well as workspace to work on the boats.
0: Okay, cool. And a dinghy is a small boat.
1: A dinghy is a small boat, correct.
0: <laughs> cool. Awesome. And, is, and so they got this idea. We want to make this happen. And it took a long time. There wasn't, uh, for instance, y'all got started, what, 2018? 19 was the ribbon cutting. When did did you actually... uh
1: Open. So I came down March 1st of 2020. No, yes, oh, the most unfortunate that. time <laughs> oh, in the world no. to start a new job. Right, and you new came city. from out
0: of state, right?
1: I did. I was coming most recently from Sail Nauticus up in Norfolk, Virginia, where I worked as a program manager for three years, a program with very similar midge- uh, mission, making sailing accessible and approachable to everybody. And prior to that, I was at the College of Charleston sailing department for nine years where I worked as their director of education. Um, I worked with youth programs, adult programs, and started an adaptive sailing program um, for people with disabilities. And that's actually something we do here at Community Sailing New Orleans. Um, We both aim to break down the economic and the physical barriers to sailing.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay, a lot more amazing information. I'm trying to gather my questions. Um, So, step one of my questions. You came from somewhere else, and you were really good at what you do, at what you're doing here, and you were doing it in Virginia, and you were doing it in Charleston, which are big sailing places. And so somehow these New Orleans sailing people, they knew they wanted to get the greatest talent they could. They weren't just phoning in this New Orleans Community Sailing Center. They said, let's get the best guy we can and and make this happen. And so they found you. And I know your your wife, she's a teacher at St. Paul's Episcopal.
1: Uh, she just mo- oh. recently moved over to um, Medary Advanced Studies.
0: Lovely. Yes. Okay, cool. So thank you, New Orleans Community Sailing, uh, for bringing us two awesome people to the community. Appreciate it. Love transplants. Um, so... You were talking. You worked with youth, but also adaptive sailing. So let's talk about those two different programs. You have a youth sailing program, and let's talk about that first. Is that just a summer thing? Is that all year round? What's going on with the youth sailing program?
1: It's a year-round program. Um, so shortly after this interview, I'm going to be running back and helping out with our summer camp. Um, summer camp is currently open enrollment. We're pushing about 120 kids through the program this summer. Um, this is our first summer doing so. Um, I'm very proud to say that 20% of our students are completely scholarshiped, um, so they pay no fees to be there. Um, that's um, in help by corporate sponsors and individual donors. Um, then in the fall and springtime, we run our youth development programs. Um, so, this spring, we're going to kick off our crew to captain program um, for its second year. Um, we, that is a maritime career development course. So we work with our partner groups like Son of a Saint, Loop Nola, um, New Harmony. Um, there's a lot of partner groups I'm probably going to forget, and I apologize, like uh, YMCA. Um, so we recruit kids who otherwise would not have the opportunity to get out and go sailing. Um, The crew to captain program um, is a three-year program. We're going to teach the kids safe boating, sailing, um, CPR first aid, um, but we're also um, introducing maritime career career pathways um, to the kids as well. Um, So we're looking forward to working with UNO's Naval Architecture program this year. Um, We're looking to take them over for a field trip um, to explore their um, float tank and their programs that they have to offer. Um, we're having tugboat captains come in as well as um, pilots to come in and talk about to how the kids can enter in these maritime career um, pathways. So really excited about that.
0: That sounds incredible. Okay, so this crew to captain three-year program, and is it something the kids are doing after school for an entire school year for three years?
1: Yes. So we're running, um, we have two classes right now, the class of 2023 and the class of 2024. Um, they meet on separate nights. The fall semester is starting in September and running through November. And then we'll pick back up in March and run all the way through May. Um, oh, that's that-
0: nice that everybody gets time off for the holidays. Exactly. Yay. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so, okay, sorry to interrupt you. So you run basically the school year with a nice chunk off for christmas and and then they're off in the summer and then they do this is it basically freshman through junior year or sophomore through senior year
1: so we are recruiting the class of 2024 we take ninth and tenth graders so if anyone's out there listening um, and has a student that may be interested they can send me a mock cover letter explaining why they would be a good fit for the program and why they're interested in the crew to captain program and we're asking that the cover letters are submitted by August fifteenth.
0: Oh, fantastic! Good. I'm glad we're getting this out on the radio. Uh, forthwith. so more about the crew to captain program. Uh, as someone who has a is is well acquainted with student loan debt, for my. Private Liberal Arts University. Uh, I I want to know about these maritime jobs because we live. The reason New Orleans exists is because of the Mississippi River. We're a port city. Uh, we're one of the largest ports in the world, if I'm not mistaken. And um, do all of these jobs? I mean, you, t- you talked about how you're going to be talking about uh, talking with the where you are. You do team with the UNO Naval Architecture Program. Are there jobs that we're introducing the kids to that don't require a college education at all in the maritime field? Or are you mostly talking about, are you, you we're like, hey, we're going, we're swinging for the fences, you're all getting six figure maritime jobs, because I know about (laughs) the tugboat captain jobs.
1: So actually, a lot of the tug jobs, you can go straight from high school completion um, into vocational training and start four years later making six figures. Um, So there's a lot of accessible, well paying jobs out there that a lot of kids, probably don't know about, you know, um, one out of every five jobs here in Louisiana are connected to the maritime industry. Um, so it's it's a great opportunity for the kids just to kind of explore it. And also with the crew to captain program, they start their resume, right? We uh, After their three-year um graduation uh, will offer to pay for their level one u s. sailing certification and offer them a part-time job as sailing instructors as they pursue other endeavors. So we are helping the kids get comfortable on the water as well as build a resume, you know, not only for maritime industry but also college applications if they so, so choose.
0: that's i'm'm I'm, I'm I'm speechless because it's so great. and there's just opportunities available to the children of New Orleans, which I, I'm so impressed with this the crew to Captain program. Is that something that you brought down from um, you know the the mid-Atlantic area, or is this unique to New Orleans because we have this maritime industry here, or are there are a lot of these sailing centers that are doing stuff like this? I, I know. How special are we?
1: <laughs> I, I recently found out of another one um, doing some of something similar, but this is something pretty unique to community sailing New Orleans. Um, it's something I was inspired by at Nauticus, We had a sail academy, um, which was for 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. Um, but after 8th grade, they didn't really have any other opportunities to pursue sailing unless there was a high school sailing program that they were going to. Um, also, I looked around in all the technical schools and all the different vocational trainings in Norfolk. There were some great opportunities for kids to, you know, pursue a career in the maritime industry. Um, So this is pretty unique to Community Stanley New Orleans. I'm really excited to see how it blossoms. Um, Again, this is going to be our second year doing it. Um, It's completely free of charge for students as well um, due to grants like the Baptist Community Ministry and LOS Foundation, the Dan Lucas Foundation. Oh so. my,
0: How many students do you accept into this program? This this magical, <laughs> amazing Willy Wonka chocolate factory of opportunity that this program is.
1: So we are recruiting in the class of two thousand twenty four for fifteen students, wow. and then the class of two thousand twenty three is currently nine students. Um, we had some attrition due to COVID. A lot of things had to be socially distanced, and yeah, you know we. We were fortunate to hold on to as kids, as we were, so we're excited yeah. to see them back in the um, fall.
0: I'm, I'm just so impressed. I mean, we all know that New Orleans has... Um we have a long history with the music trades and with NOCA, and I just love that there's another place that high school students can go uh, for. As, as an artist myself, uh, I just, you know, to pursue a maritime career, that's that's just a smart move, and I love that that's becoming accessible. And it's a free option, and they're getting high school jobs where they're becoming sailing instructors. Uh, how's that going? Tell me about uh, what, you know, is there is there anyone in the program that has has gone from being someone who maybe didn't, wasn't as, you didn't think they would be so into it, but now they're your top instructors. There, Have you seen how sailing has changed uh, somebody who is going through this program?
1: Um, so this is a relatively new program, so that evolution is growing and growing. Um, you know, we've had a great um, staff of instructors this summer. Um, I had a friend who actually came down from Norfolk, Virginia, to help me out this year, which has been great. Um, Also, we have several students from Tulane coming in to help, um, which has been amazing.
0: Cool. Awesome. Okay, now let's talk about accessible sailing uh, because we are a reading radio for the blind, and we are constantly trying to help everyone realize that not everyone has the same capabilities with their human body. And how can we make the experience of living life equal and equitable for all of us? So what sort of adaptive sailing uh, are you are you up to over there?
1: Absolutely. So uh, most recently, last June, we hosted a three-day clinic with our partners at Warrior Sailing for wounded, ill, and sick veterans. Um, that program had 21 veterans come from as far as Iowa, Um and we also are going to continue running clinics with the Veteran Affairs Hospital um, through the end of September. Um, we are going to continue for the next two years the uh, Tomas, um Veteran Sailing Program. Um, so we're going to have plenty of opportunities for veterans. Um, this fall, this September, we're going to be kicking off our Special Olympic Sailing Team. Um, for people with intellectual disabilities. We partnered with SO um, Special Olympics. Um, we are going to be the first accredited um, sailing training program for Special Olympics in Louisiana, and that's something that's pretty near dear in my heart. Um, I was a Special Olympics coach in Charleston, South Carolina for seven years, and about five years ago, I was volunteering. Up in Lake Norman, North Carolina, where my wonderful wife was volunteering for the same regatta, and we met. And the rest is history. So. I'm
0: familiar with Lake Norman after Hurricane Katrina. I've I fled to North Carolina for a few years. Uh, that's I'm I'm glad it brought you together. And uh, how many of these these Special Olympic sailing teams are there? Are are we relatively unique? Are there hundreds of them, and we're finally just catching up?
1: Uh, there's, there's a handful. So it is actually both um, regional competitions, national competitions, and international games. When we were in Charleston, um, we sent a girl off to Croatia for the international games and Los Angeles for the international games. Um, this is going to be pretty new to the Gulf Coast area, Um, but there's a handful of teams in New England, the Mid-Atlantic, and the Southeast.
0: Well, I'm confident in the capability of our sailors here, and I'm excited to pit our team against those New England sailors. So I'm so excited about the future of our New Orleans Special Olympic sailing team. So y'all start start working on that this uh, fall, this September, you said? Correct. Oh, how exciting. Okay. You have an open house coming up. I feel like we've talked a lot about, uh, you know, what you have available for kids, what's going on with accessible sailing. Is it, Do you have to be a child? I'm just, let's say I'm a, a 25-year-old New Orleanian about town, and I really want to learn to sail. Uh, wait, no, 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 take it back. I, I really, I don't know anything about sailing, but I want to show up and take one of your boats. Can I do that?
1: Uh, Most certainly. So we we make sailing accessible for everybody. Um, So one way we subsidize and scholarship a lot of our programs is open enrollment programs, fee-for-service programs, open to the general public, Um, but we keep them incredibly affordable. That way everyone can participate. So we have Adult Learn to Sail programs, um, which are running in the spring, summer, and fall. Um, those been wildly popular. Um, we're actually sold out to the end of the year. Um, Congratulations! Yeah.
0: So get on the waiting list. Is 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 uh, what you're saying?
1: Absolutely. Get on the waiting list. Um, sign up for our newsletter on our website. Um, subscribe to all our social media on Facebook and Instagram, and stay stay updated because we have a lot of different offerings for adults. On top of the Adult Learn to Sail programs, we also have been running a great program called Women on the Wind, or Women in the Wind, that's been running every Monday night for the past two months. Um, It's a uh, skills clinic for women, both beginner, intermediate, and expert. Um, They get together every Monday night. Um, We have up to 12 to 16 per meeting. Um, Everyone just kind of describes their skill sets and their goals and objectives for the evening, and they go out sailing. It's been a great program.
0: So is that—I mean, because— Obviously, I have millions of listeners. So is that full? Should people even try getting on the women on the winds? Can they go to the website and inquire if there's space?
1: So we're currently sold out. We are looking at our fall calendar right now and seeing how we can expand offerings. Okay. Um, but stay tuned because I think that program's going to take off like wildfire. Of
0: course yeah. it is. All my, I mean, I, I have lady friends who... who are adoring of sailing, always looking for opportunities. What uh, Once you learn to sail, is, do you have to buy a boat at that point? Do you have boats to check out of your boat library? How does
1: that work? So we offer an access pass. Um, our access pass is um, allow people from the general public to come take out our boats. Um, we currently allow people to take out our 10 paddle boards, our 10 Club 420s, which are small two-person dinghies. Um, we also have our fleet of seven Independence 20s, which are fixed-skill boats. They're very stable, very comfortable, very easy to learn on, and also just take a day sail. Um, we also have a small cruising boat called the Capri 26. All these boats are in our inventory for the general public to take out when we're not using them for our youth programs and our adaptive programs.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, what you can't see here is that my jaw is on the floor. And again, he talks so quickly. So let's okay. This Mardi Gras of boats that you just described just came tumbling out of your mouth. Uh, you have the Independence. You had seven of these fixed keel boats, which are great training. They're stable. Uh, they they're not likely to flip. And and how many folks can go, fit on one of these boats?
1: We can fit about four to five people comfortably. Okay, so uh, you're
0: teaching teamwork.
1: Absolutely, 100%. You are know, not out
0: there by yourself sailing this boat. You're there with folks. Uh, and then on the 420s, you have how many of those? Two people. So that's a, there's two people on the boat, and how many of those do you own?
1: We have 10 Club 420s that are accessible to the general public, and then we have a fleet of 18 Z420s that we set aside for um, collegiate sailing right now. My
0: gosh! lousy with boats here and then you have this you had a the largest one in your in your fleet is 23 feet
1: 26 feet
0: 26 feet oh my goodness so if someone goes through your program and they become a capable enough sailor they can they will then be allowed to take this 26 foot boat and their non-sailing friends out on the boat
1: absolutely to
0: picnic on lake pontchartrain
1: absolutely could
0: they sail it to mandeville
1: no, we do have <laughs> we do have restrictions on the areas that you can take it out. Um, all our safety protocols we put in say our, all our protocols we put in place because of safety concerns. Um, we always have someone down there at the docks listening to a radio for you and just making sure you don't get too far away. Because as you can know, Lake Pontchartrain we can get a thunderstorm rolling through any time.
0: Yes, I uh, I don't want to be dramatic, but folks folks have have met the end of their days in Lake Pontchartrain with uh, with a- sudden weather shift uh so so i'm that's wonderful that you you, you're fully cognizant of safety and that's a huge part of boating education is water safety it's it's not all fun and and racing against against your your colleagues uh you have paddle boards how is that sailing what's going on here
1: (laughs) the paddle boards are great it's a great exercise a great workout Um, a lot of people on our uh, access pass um, holders take advantage of it. We also implemented in our summer camps, um, and also me and my wife love to go out for our early morning paddle too. Ah,
0: that's the only time I can go outside in New Orleans in the summer, <laughs> it seems. Um, so, uh, all right, I'm I'm hooked. <laughs> um, I'm I'm roped in. I I desperately want to come and visit your sailing center. If only there was an opportunity that I could casually show up and do that. Is there?
1: Absolutely. (laughs) So we're going to have an open house August 5th from 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock. If you could, go to our website at nolacommunitiesailing.org and register there on our calendar, just so we know how much food and drink we should be providing everybody. Um, It's going to allow you to come down and check out the facility, check out the fleet of boats, meet our staff. Um, You can also take out paddle boards at your leisure that evening. And we'd love for everyone to come down and check out what Community Stanley New Orleans is all about and, you know, enjoy that natural resource that belongs to you here in New Orleans.
0: Yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, August 5th, that's a, what, Friday? Thursday. It's a Thursday. Thursday, August 5th, uh, 5 to 8 correct and you can go to New Orleans community Nola
1: communitysailing.org <laughs>
0: Thank you Nola org. sign up let them know why because they're going to feed you and provide you with drink and this will cost you how many dollars? Zero. Zero dollars. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yes. So that is, uh, I don't know what else is happening in New Orleans the first week of August, outdoors, where you can survive this this wave of new variants uh, without being indoors with others. But you can definitely be at the lakefront. Uh, if you're not familiar with the West End area of New Orleans, you are missing out. It is a best-kept secret. So go to nolasailingcenter.org.
1: Nol- no NOLA Community okay.
0: NOLA Community Sailing. So close. NOLACOMUNITYSALING.org. And you are going to uh, sign up for this open house. You're gonna find out the secret address uh, or give us the address. Maybe maybe give people a taste of what they can put in their Google Maps to find West End.
1: Absolutely. So we are out at the West End and the address is one oh one North Roadway Street 70124.
0: 101 north roadway street 70124 correct great i got that one right um so what is in the future what is is there anything that we need to know that is not happening right now but hey if all this other stuff goes well maybe in the future sailboats in space i don't know is there anything else we need to be know about
1: um so programming is growing and growing um Our Special Olympic sailing starts this fall. Um, We're also going to be pursuing other endeavors in the adaptive sailing world. You spoke about your listeners um, who are visually impaired. There is a huge sailing scene for people with visual impairments. Um, They're doing some great technology with um, buoys that have beeps to identify where you are on a race course. There's a blind match racing league that's an international event right now. Um, So we would love to pursue those endeavors Um, in the future.
0: What's match racing? That sounds exciting.
1: (laughs) So match racing is a form of racing. There's several different racing forms out there. Fleet racing, team racing, and match racing. Match racing is one boat races to another boat. So there's just two boats on the course.
0: Okay. And I think that's just such an exciting opportunity. If you feel like Sailing is just something that you see other people do as you're driving uh, down the lakefront, and and everyone else is out there on their boats, and and you're just there with your snowball. Sailing can be for you. Go to Nola Sailing. No, Nola said, do it. You have to do
1: it. Nola. CommunitySailing.org.
0: NOLA CommunitySailing.org. And you're going to find out all about it. You're going to find out how to have sailing in your life. You're going to find out if you have uh, a child, ways to feed their spirit of adventure, a sense of independence, their ability to work with. Uh, teams and cooperate. Uh, if, if you have a, a special Olympic athlete potentially on your hands, there might be a sailing team. So we have a lot to be grateful for. Um, and Jacob Raymond, I'm so grateful to you for coming today. Say your website one more time.
1: It's nolacommunitysailing.org. Nolacommunitysailing.org.
0: Thank you so much for joining me today on Public Affairs. I am Babs Wood. I'm obviously still working out the kinks of of my own COVID COVID break from the radio here and my ability to remember websites. But uh, thank you, Jacob, for filling me in. And y'all... Go to this website, go to the open house, get sailing in your life. Jacob, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you, Babs. All right, y'all, we'll catch you next time on Public Affairs here on WRBH 88.3 FM.